Well, certainly something that's gone under the radar and not, I haven't seen any reports of this um, in the mainstream uh, media, especially business media, which I do de- uh, say that there is a difference between the, the news media and the business news media, which seems relatively unbiased. Obviously, you could get into the um, minutia of that and declare bias, but you can do that with everything. My point is that I don't think it's going unnoticed because there's some sort of conspiracy or or some sort of uh, reasoning to keep it down. I think that it's simply the connections haven't been made with inside the mainstream media enough to report on it. And that is the fact that much of the people in the stock market, especially right now, are those who are in it for speculation. The problem with this, and it really started in the 1960s, the problem with this is that it inflates the numbers in terms of uh, the value of individual stocks for various companies, wherever speculators go, because obviously they're only buying it with the intention of flipping the stock. There's no buy and hold strategy. And this can create bubbles in certain industries. You saw it in the 2000s with the dot-com bubble. You saw it in, in fact, in the 1600s in uh, the Netherlands. You had the rise of uh, the tulips. And the tulip bulbs would, would explode in value and then suddenly drop. That hasn't changed in the 500 years since that event. That people who think that they're going to get a deal somewhere or that someone's always going to buy this at a higher price, that they've gotten into the market and really honestly hurt those who are in a buy and hold strategy. Now, a buy and hold strategy can be effective in the in chasing dividends, and that really was the original reason for the stock market is that you would invest in these companies and have a lot of stock in, in blue chip companies that you wouldn't have excessive growth, but you would have a constant dividend and every quarter you'd get a check. And the idea was that would grow over time as you put more money in the market. Well, now that has changed as people are in there because they've seen the movies, they've seen, um, you know, the Wall Street people with the Lamborghinis and the flashy cars, and that's what they want. They want their advisor to be making and executing these trades. They want to be doing it themselves. You see the advertisements. Uh, There's one company, Trade Like Chuck, and he says, I make all this money just by uh, buying and selling stocks. That's all speculation. And speculation is not based on necessarily company reports, company profitability, but by the fact that other speculators are going to buy that stock, hopefully. And when they stop buying it or something comes out and they, they... crushes the value of the stock, then the speculators leave, and that only worsens the bubble. And then, of course, the people who are buying and holding, which is a lot of the strategies in qualified plans and products that are in the market, what that does is that creates a situation where the market crashes, hurts their compound interest, resets their compound interest, hurts them in terms of opportunity costs, forces them to put more money into the market just to keep Um, just to keep up with inflation, just to make sure that the account value stays somewhat stable. And the speculators sell and move on to another product or company. Meanwhile, those with a buy and hold strategy are left in the dust because they will continue to buy and hold. 
And this really has created a situation where the stock market is hurting the average investor. And if you don't have somebody on your side that knows what they're doing in terms of speculation, this actually turns the whole idea of investing in more like a casino and less like an actual investment strategy. This also means that mutual funds are going to be left behind because, again, all mutual fund trades are executed at the end of the day. So you could have a stock that's up at noon and you, and you put in a, a request to buy, but then, of course, the stock could have changed or something could have happened in the next six hours, and by the time it's executed, you could have lost your opportunity or it's at a higher price. So not only does it hurt those in qualified plans, it hurts those in mutual funds. It hurts those in buy and hold strategies. So what is the solution to this? Do we just tell people to stay out of the stock market? And my answer to that, of course, is no. But it goes against having your stock, the stock market be the base for your entire strategy, which is where a lot of the financial industry still is. Whether somebody is trying to be debt-free, whether it's a standard financial philosophy uh, in terms of qualified plans, a lot of the financial industry will tell you to get in the market at some point. And I agree in the sense that my philosophy says to get in the market at the end of the road, but it's more the icing on the cake. That's money that you can afford to lose. That is money that will hopefully pay a dividend, but again, if you lose it all, it's not going to mess up the entire thing. But for those who haven't adopted that strategy or haven't adapted to the speculation market, it hurts. Again, we can go into opportunity costs. We can go into compound interest. We can even go into inflation to say that this hurts. But whatever metric you use, it's quite obvious. So the question is, can we reverse this trend? And... I would argue no. I mean, Wall Street still makes their money. The people executing these trades still make their fees. So we can decry it all we want, but the only solution to this is personal. We have to change our strategies or we have to get into the speculation market. It's the only two things we can do about it. But I do want to bring it to your attention because I don't see a whole lot of people talking about it and it's definitely something that needs to be discussed.